ಹೌ ಟು ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸ್ ದಿ ಮೆಥಡ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಒಳ್ಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೆಕ್ಚರ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟೀನ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಏಯ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಸೀನ್ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿಸ್ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಥಿಯರೀಸ್ ಎಷ್ಟೇ ಟುಡೇ ಲೆಟ್ ಅಸ್ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂ ಸಕ್ಸೆಸರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಇನ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ವೇದಾಂತ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಾತ್ಮನ್ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಬಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಪ್ ಆನ್ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಡೀಟೇಲ್ಸ್ ದಿ ವಿವರಣ ಎಸಿಮ್ಯುಲೇಟೆಡ್ ದಿ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಂಡನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿಮುಕ್ತಾತ್ಮನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಫ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಭಾಸ್ಕರಾಸ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟ್ರೈನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಮೋರ್ ಅನ್ಮಿಸ್ಟೇಕೆಬಲ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ದಿ ಇಷ್ಟಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಭಾಮತಿ ಇಟ್ ಲೇಟ್ ಗ್ರೇಟರ್ ಎಂಫಸಿಸ್ ಆನ್ ಅನಿರ್ವಚನೀಯ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ ಡಾಕ್ಟ್ರೈನ್ then either the panchapadika or the ishtasiddhi and its doctrines appealed to the succeeding vedantins so much that today shankara's vedanta is mostly equated with the doctrines of vivarana rather than with bhamati school the pratibimbavada the conception of jiva as a reflection of brahman in avidya rather than as limited by antakarana mind the doctrine of brahman and not the jiva being the locus of avidya and the doctrine of a single avidya in preference to that of innumerable avidyas generally find favor with the present day vedantins though the study of the bhamati as well as lip service to vachaspati's views continues to some extent next uh, successors of prakashatman one number one ananda bodha this state of affairs has been brought about chiefly by the synthetical teachings of writers like ananda bodha and chitsukacharya who drew their inspiration from all the advaitic works of importance the nyaya section uh, that is the nyaya makaranda of ananda bodha consists of 13 sections treating of the different topics of interest such as refutation of the difference of selves and of the knowable objects the theory of illusion the unreality of the world the self luminosity of atman etc the discussion of each subject is conducted very much after the manner of the brahma siddhi except for the fact that each conclusion here is conduced uh, is couched in a formal syllogism from ananda bodha onwards the use of mimamsaka nyayas for the interpretation of texts and the employment of the dialectic forms of the logicians in disputation came more and more to the forefront in vedantic works for details the present sanskrit work may be consulted with profit next shri harsha second prakashatmans uh, successors this writers khandana khanda khadya assured in a new phase of vedantic discussion shri harsha believes that all duality is anirvachaniya 
that is to say indefinable he is not content like his predecessors with the assertion that the world is anirvachaniya because it is the product of avidya of that nature he challenges the dualists especially the logicians to produce an unvulnerable definition of any logical category and claims to be able to refute it in toto he has devised a scheme of dialectic for refuting all the categories of any dualistic system the following verse embodies the steps of procedure to be adopted in criticizing any particular position तत्तुल्योहस्तदीयञ्च योजनं विषयान्तरे श्रृंखला तस्य शेषे च त्रिधा भ्रमति मत्क्रिया माय डायलेक्टिक मूव्स इन थ्री डायरेक्शन्स वन हिट अपॉन सम आर्ग्युमेंट सिमिलर टू दोस ऑलरेडी एडवांस्ड टू क्रिटिसाइज एनी न्यू डेफिनेशन ब्रॉड फॉरवर्ड बाय द अदर पार्टी सेकंड और अप्लाई वन ऑफ द क्रिटिसिजम्स already set forth in this work to other cases where new modes of defense are brought forward by the disputant third or else take up any one of the many terms which make up a proposition announced by the opposite side and begin another criticism of what it denotes on the lines already indicated and when the opponent has exhausted his resources of an argument on that point take to the examination of another concept in the same manner it goes without saying that this species of dialectics leads the disputants nowhere and that is just what hypercriticism aims at shri harsha's contention is that advaita need not be proved in as much as it is self established since all items of dualistic systems stand self condemned it necessarily follows that reality is advaita unaffected by the anirvachaniya phenomena third one chitsukacharya chitsuka follows shri harsha's footsteps in criticizing the categories of both the nayayikas and the vaisheshikas the lure of logical treatment of topics however tempted him so much that he attempted fresh definitions and uh, proceeded to offer logical proofs sometimes even adopting mahavidyas or roundabout syllogisms in favor of the anirvachaniya vidya and other doctrines of the neo shankarites he thus overshoots his mark forgetting his model shri harsha's warning that his dialectic is interested only in demolishing the definitions of the dualists and not in defining or proving anything since the dialectic never presumes the reality or unreality of any definition or proof shri harsha's strict position is that no proof can be demanded for defending advaita since proof may be right or wrong even when what is sought to be proved is real it is enough for him that advaita is revealed by the upanishads fourth one is sarvajnatman the hypothesis that sarvajnatman was the disciple of sureshwara acharya is now generally discredited that this supposition merely based on the flimsy evidence of the word, uh, word deveshwara the name of the author's guru occurring at the beginning and the end of the sankshepa sharirika lacks historical support has been now proved up to the hilt but even in the absence of such a proof a cursory glance at the contents of the work would be enough to show that sarvajnatman has no connection whatever with the sureshwara for the sankshepa sharirika is uh, from his pen is no more than an exposition of the objective 
ಅನಿರ್ವಚನೀಯ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಐನ್ ಅನ್ನೋಂಟು ಸುರೇಶ್ವರ ದಿ ಪ್ರೊಸೀಜರ್ ಅಡಾಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಈಸ್ ಮೇನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಲೈನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವಿವರಣ ಬಿಸೈಡ್ಸ್ ಕಂಡಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಡಿಟೇಲ್ಡ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ರಿಲೇಷನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾಸ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಾತ್ಮನ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಸರ್ಟನ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಔಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ದಿ ಫಾಲೋವಿಂಗ್ ಡಿಸರ್ವ್ ಸ್ಪೆಷಲ್ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ಒನ್ ಹಿ ಮೇಂಟೈನ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ತ ತ್ವಂ ಅಸಿ ಆರ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ಸೂಟೆಡ್ ಟು ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ ದಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ನೆಗೆಟಿವ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ನೇತಿ ನೇತಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಥ್ರೂ ದಿ ಮೀಡಿಯಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಆರ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಥ್ರೂ ದಿ ಮೀಡಿಯಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಆರ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಇನ್ ಅ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಥ್ರೂ ದಿ ಮೀಡಿಯಮ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಥರ್ಡ್ ದಿ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಆರ್ ಸನ್ಮಾತ್ರ ಆರ್ ಪ್ಯೂರ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ರಿಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಆರಂಭವಾದ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವೈಶೇಷಿಕಾಸ್ ದಿ ಸಂ ಸಂಘಾತವಾದ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಬುದ್ಧಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿ ಪರಿಣಾಮವಾದ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಾಂಖ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರಿಫರ್ಸ್ ದಿ ವಿವರ್ ವೈವರ್ತ ವಿವರ್ತವಾದ ಎಲೋನ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಡ್ಮಿಟೆಡ್ ಹವೆವರ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ಆರೋಪ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ದಿ ಸೂತ್ರಕಾರ ಟೀಚರ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಪರಿಣಾಮವಾದ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಯೂಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಲೋವೆಸ್ಟ್ ಗ್ರೇಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿವರ್ತ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಮೀಡಿಯೋಕ್ಯೂರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ಸ್ ಮೀಡಿಯೋಕ್ಯೂರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ಸ್ ವೈಲ್ ದಿ ವೈಲ್ ಯು ರಿಸರ್ವ್ ದಿ ಅದ್ವೈತ ದೃಷ್ಟಿ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ಸ್ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಾತ್ಮನ್ ಈಸ್ ಎನ್ ಏಕಜೀವವಾದಿನ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಸೇ ಹೀ ಹೋಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ದಿ ಜೀವ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೀಸ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಕಾಶ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ದಿ ಪ್ರಿಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ದಿ ವೇದ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರೀಸನ್ ಆಲ್ ಫಿಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಗೆಟ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ರಿಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಜೀವ ನೇಚರ್ ಹಿ ದೇರ್ ಫೋರ್ ರಿಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಮಂಡನಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಚಸ್ಪತಿ ಮಿಶ್ರಾಸ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ದಿ ಲೋಕಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಈಸ್ ಜೀವ ಪ್ಯೂರ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ದಟ್ ನೋಸ್ ನೋ ಡಿಸ್ಟಿಂಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿ ಲೋಕಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಶ್ರಯತ್ವ ವಿಷಯತ್ವ ಭಾಗಿನಿ ನಿರ್ವಿಭಾಗ ಚಿತಿರೇವ ಕೇವಲ ದಿ ನಾಲೇಜ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೂ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯಾಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದೌ ಆರ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಾತ್ಮನ್ ರಿಸರ್ವ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಡಿಸ್ ಪ್ಯಾಷನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ತತ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೌ ಇನ್ ದ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ದಿ ಡಿಟರ್ಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೂ ಇಂಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಾಧನ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸಿಪ್ಲ್ ಬೋತ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಡ್ ದೌ ಇನ್ ದ ವೇದಾಂತಿಕ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಾತ್ಮನ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯೂಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಏಜೆನ್ಸಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ಪರ್ಟೈನ್ ಟು ದಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಬೋತ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವೈಲ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಆಲ್ ಈಸ್ ಮರ್ಜ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಮೇ ಬಿ ವೆರಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ವೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಮೆಮರಿ ಶಂಕರಾಸ್ ಡೆನಿಯಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟೆಡ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಟು ಮೀನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವಿ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಕನ್ಸೀವ್ ಇಟ್ ಕ್ಲಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಲಿಸ್ಟಿನ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಅಸ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಅನ್ರಿಯಲ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನೋನ್ ತ್ರೂ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಾತ್ಮನ್ ಗೆಟ್ಸ್ ಸೆಟ್ಸ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಸ್ಟೋರ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್
taught by the scripture is not to be taken seriously an alternative opinion is also allowed that the apparent continuance badhitanuvrutti of avidya even after it is blotted out is possible till the fructifying karma is exhausted prarabdha karma is exhausted sarvajnatman perfected the doctrines of anirvachaniya bhava vidya in many respects he was mostly in favor of the vivarana school and therefore ruthlessly opposed many of the mandana and vachapati doctrines by adopting a dialectic of the of his own as many as seven different theories about the lokas of avidya have been enumerated and confuted by this writer thus showing that the monism of avidya speculators had been split up into several different sub schools by that time so let us see the conclusion part this short sketch of the history of vedantic thought from the remotest times up to the time of sarvajnatmani is expected to give the reader an idea of the various attempts and failures of several vedantins at systematizing the upanishadic doctrines this is ipo is marked by three principal principal turning points one the ancient period presenting a phase comprising many divergent schools of monism along with the traditional school the pre- uh, precursor of gaudapadas which wa- was perhaps not very dominant then second the middle period presenting the phase of vivid consciousness of the unadulterated un- traditional method represented by gaudapada shankara and sureshwara third period presenting the phase of the objective avidya doctrine of many shades professing to follow and defend shankara's views against a solitary dissidence dissidence that of bhaskara but casting the traditional method into the shade this period is also marked by a tendency to the speculate and rationalize as well as a fondness for interpreting vedantic texts in alternative ways in this regard of experience quietly ignoring the principle that truth and reality are unalterably uniform in their nature the human mind has been from time immemorial in quest of universal and absolutely certain knowledge of truth and reality and the result has been the emergence of so many systems of philosophy in conflict with one another nevertheless the intensity of the search is not abated in a bit and philosophers are sure and certain of getting the uh, getting at the truth some day neither empirical science which relies on the data supplied by the senses nor speculation which hopes to build up a consistent system with the help of reason applied to partial experience can satisfy this hunger for truth or fulfill the hope for the simple reason that both are limited to partial views of reality moreover the procedure of both science and speculation is circumscribed by time and space two factors that cast a doubt on the finality of the conclusion of either critical reason no doubt can espouse the claim of individual speculative systems or even show the hollowness of the pretensions of all reasoning as such but can never land us in truth or reality for it is primarily a faculty of examining but not of creating or revealing views and facts A critical philosopher can hastily conclude that the human mind is unable to know the real in itself 
or can at best suspend his judgment the mystic can indeed pride himself on the direct vision of reality in a special trance not watch watch uh, safe to ordinary mortals but other others may question the genuineness of that vision for the very reason that it is limited to a particular state of particular individuals and not universal as reality ought to be the upanishads however have found a way out of this labyrinth they declare with one voice that truth and reality combined in one can be intuited in one's own self when one transcends both the senses and the mind this intuition of the self is universal for as shankara says everyone is conscious of one's own existence and can never conceive the opposite and this self is the reality again this intuition is limited neither by time time nor by space for both of these belong to the region of the not self and are conceivable only by the empirical me which again presupposes the true self the latter can be neither affirmed nor doubted neither proved nor disproved to exist neither accepted nor rejected neither experienced as an object nor thought away for it is the prayas which supplies the very ground of these thought processes only variant views of it are possible for speculators whence it follows that the assistance of reason may be usefully sought for removing all constructs of imagination upon it by a direct appeal to this universal intuition itself it is interesting to observe how taking advantage of the universal and absolutely certain nature of this intuition which is really the self of all sentient beings every upanishad proposing to teach brahman or atman starts with presuming some thought construct or other as applicable to the self and then proceeds gradually to show how that attribute is really foreign to its nature in fact the upanishads have the sole aim of hammering a single idea into the inquirer's head to wit any and every notion positive or negative entertained with regard to this brahman would be a false ascription screening its true nature and therefore the only way of correctly knowing it is to disregard every such ascription and intuit it just as it is our own self established self free from all imaginable constructs of avidya i from avidya itself for that matter this truth is forcefully brought out in the following excerpt from shankara's aitareya bhashya it is it is, uh, is not one many with attributes without attributes knows knows not is active passive experiences the fruit of fruit action does not experience the fruit has a cause has no cause is happiness misery within without void not void another myself or someone else whosoever tries to ascribe such constructs of imagination imagination to this absolute beyond speech and concepts to this absolute beyond speech and concepts would as well try to roll up the sky like a piece of leather or to climb it up with his steps as though it were a flight of stars or to get an a uh, get on trail of birds in the sky or of fish in water aitreya bhasha concluding observations on the first chapter many an uh, attempt at interpretation of the upanishads has become a failure just because the various systematizers were not aware of this unique method of procedure adopted in the shrutis 
while most of the systems detailed in the present work were aware of the monistic tendency of the upanishads they uncritically presumed that the present state of the jiva is a fall from the ideal brahmic nature and so some effort is necessary to retransform it into its pristine glory they never suspected for a moment that the essential nature of each one of us as well as of the whole world of duality is really brahman or the absolute eternally unsullied by a second except for the superimpositions of avidya the credit of having drawn the attention of vedantins to the only traditional method of interpreting the upanishads which successfully reconciles all the apparently conflicting texts and points to a system in those sacred writings belongs as shown in the pages of this book to gaudapada shankara and sureshwara the three resplendent stars that sparkle un unbedimmed in the vedantic heavens guided by them we can all listen to the heart stirring teachings of the upanishads which sing the glory of brahman and exhort us to give up our mental aberrations due to avidya and return to our brahmic nature which is really ours now and forever om tat sat shri shri sachidanandendra saraswati charanaravindarpitamastu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu ओम तत्सत